and welcome to the Meeting Your Soul podcast. I'm Farrah, your host, and today I have Dylan, who is a fellow yoga instructor at Hot, and Yo- um, Hot Yoga and Chefa uh, in Roosevelt, and is also a holistic nutritionist. And I am so excited to have well, you here. I will here. be a holistic oh, yeah, nutritionist. I've already decided that you are one and that you will be one in the future. So pretty much treat her as such. So, <laughs> um, but I, you know, we've talked about this a little bit um, and we'll definitely dive into it deeper. Um, but I think your own personal journey and the discovery of what's worked for you has given you, I think, an immense amount of experience within a way to be able to serve others um, from this really mind, body and spirit connection, which I think is ultimately what helps people heal on that kind of somatic level yeah. and has a lasting effect instead of something that's just temporary because it's a lifestyle change. Yeah. And um, that connection is something that you'll never forget and that you can only then expand upon. So anyways, that's my justification <laughs> for calling you that already. <laughs> I mean, I'm manifesting it and working on it. Yeah. yeah. I have my like health coaching license um, and then I've just finished all my prerequisites for grad school, but it's, mm-hmm. I'm going to put on a pause because I want to make sure um, the next time I invest in my education, it's the right program, right? Yeah. Ethos behind it and everything like that. So I'm yeah. kind of just gathering experience through health coaching and um, through teaching yoga and holding space in that way mm-hmm. to kind of figure out the right path. Yeah. Um, it's a big step. I'm excited. Yeah, it is. It's a super big step, but mm-hmm. also a really exciting one. And I feel like called for higher education. I'm just taking it a little bit slower. Yeah. Like easing in. The yeah, time. we're easing in. We and can't rush. <laughs> divine timing, I think, always has a way of working itself out. And one thing that I admire about you, and you know, through the course of the three times we've recorded this podcast, <laughs> um, I really um, respect your one attention to detail, but I think also your ability to listen to yourself when you, you know something's right and when it's not. And I think that that is something that is very much a stumbling block for a lot of people throughout their lives is to be able to really tune in within themselves and to let that be their compass mm-hmm. and their guide instead of letting outside distractions mm-hmm. kind of pull them from their deeper um, mission. So, yeah. um, and because you are moving to Hawaii soon. Yes, okay. one month. Exactly. Yeah. It's the 15th. Oh, yeah. One month away. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Today. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And what's bringing you to Hawaii? I um Hawaii. I'm trying to say that like I wow. I'm not (laughs) to be clear. Um I am moving back. So I lived there two years ago almost. (laughs) Um and I just I knew that um moving back to Seattle was a temporary move and I kind of played a lot of places through my head and that was the one that kind of stuck and the pieces kind of started to crumble or not crumble but the opposite they started to I started to build come together yeah yes yeah yeah so uh, I just felt like it was the time to do so and kind of this time in my life where um I'm ready to spread my rings once again and dive into the unknown. Mm -hmm. And I think I learned the most through putting myself through um, change. Yeah. So I'm excited for for a little change, but also a little familiarity to go back to Island and see my Mm -hmm. friends and build a build a little bit more of a community there and set some roots. Mm -hmm. I haven't set roots like ever. (laughs) Like even in college, I kind of had one foot out the door almost Mm -hmm. um so it'll be the first time where I'm like oh I'm gonna move and try to like actually 
subtle, yeah. Yeah. Um, which I don't even like the term subtle for me. Like, I'm like, uh, I'm just like commitment phobe in life. And so I have a hard time being like, this is what I'm going to do. And yeah. like saying that it's going to, yeah. it's going to be forever. No, I think it's just kind sure. of like a scary thing because then it yeah. feels almost too permanent and like stuck in a and way. I don't like think stagnant. anything is ever permanent. Like no. the law of nature, it's Change is the only concept. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so I'm going into this with the full, real, full like knowledge. Yeah, mm-hmm. acknowledgement that like if it doesn't feel right, there's no need to force myself mm. to stay. But I think yeah. my intuition's telling me it's something that I need to pursue for right now, yeah. and that might shift and change a lot mm. in the future. Mm-hmm. But just for right now, it's the right the right time. So I'm going to challenge myself, shifting my car. It's yeah. happening. Yeah. I paid yesterday. You're like this is <laughs> it's happening now. It's literally yeah. getting picked up no on Monday. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I'm really excited for this next chapter of a lot of independence it's a new theme in my life and the mm-hmm. word of my the last couple months for me has been trust mm. so I'm fully just trusting that everything will be okay no matter what and yeah. just go into it with open heart open mind see mm-hmm. what happens that's yeah. all you can really do in life yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and like listening to your intuition to be that guide to be like okay this feels right this is mm-hmm. where I want to be and everything kind of falls into place I think that's like the beauty of trusting yourself yeah. is recognizing that like you get those affirmations time and time again yeah that you're trusting on the, right the, the right opportunities the right people the right lessons will be learned mm-hmm. so that's kind of mm-hmm. my mission for going yeah. into that and I'm lucky that I have a really good friend moving with me yeah. and so that will be really sweet and we're kind of like we, I, we definitely have like a soul tie we're, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm really excited for mm-hmm. her too she's actually moving she's never been before so she's fully oh. trusting she's never, well but like also Hawaii like Yes. Yeah. I was yeah. like, it is actually. She's moving from a magical. different island, so yeah. I think that she. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's just like that stress. Never been. Never um, been. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, how, so where does she live now? Key West. Key West. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Okay, Florida. Yeah. I was like, which still, but it'll be a major shift because, yeah, sure. like, it's a cultural. When I first went to Hawaii, I didn't. I'm like very naive of me, but like, there's a whole different vibe and like culture within oh, yes. Hawaii like it is the wine like it is very complex a, very yeah. complex and then like the dichotomy of like being like a like mainlander and then going to an mm-hmm. island is also just something to keep in mind I have like and just like also being lighter complexion and like all of that being there like everyone thought I was wine so like I always very felt very much felt at home there <laughs> they would always be like come Aina and like everyone thinks <laughs> I'm like I would say yes. <laughs> I, the moment I speak, you'll know that I'm not. So I won't go down that road. Yeah. But I do. I think there's like, well, in your, I think island life is just something that very much calls to you mm-hmm. and feels very like intuitively, you yeah. feel intuitively drawn to it. <laughs> I like being barefoot. And oh, like in a bathing all. suit, that's kind of my natural habitat. We talked about our like slight bathing suit obsession. <laughs> yes, like, it's a, I do yes. not spend money on a lot of things, but bikinis is one of those things that. But they're like so. That's like my uniform there. So like in my head, I'm like it's girl math, and like it's mathing and works. But like, and you so, and they last forever. So it's not like yeah. you just wear it like once or twice. Like it's yeah. something that you can constantly like. No, yeah, I think it's, it's kind of like. <laughs> you know undergarments as well I don't know I justify it yeah. far more than I should do but. no I'm I'm excited to like I think the ocean for me has always been somewhere like that's it's like my meditation in a lot mm. of ways mm-hmm. with like connecting with 
don't know. It's like a very feminine energy. It kind of like checks me. It also like washes away a lot. And I feel like Mm -hmm. it's a practice for me. Like even here, like the shower, like for me, it's turned into a huge spiritual practice. So um, I'm excited to be back in the warm ocean. (laughs) I mean, she's fierce, like especially in Oahu Mm because there's no other land masses around that specific island. So the Mm. swell, that's why it gets so large there. Oh, and that's why North Shore. They have some of the Mm -hmm. tallest um, waves in the world. world, Yeah, yeah. yeah, That's Mm -hmm. why it's because it's like there's nothing blocking oh, blocking wow. the way of that swell so yeah. those waves get i've never like seen. 50 feet like they're so yeah, big yeah. i've yeah. i've seen the pipe masters twice now oh, have uh, you? yeah oh. every time i'm like i saw kelly slater win last year. it was pretty cool yeah that's a big deal <laughs> yeah. which um, like is your or do you surf like baby I yeah. I don't like calling myself a surfer, but I I'm like a you can get up on. The I board. call myself yeah. a like a pro floater. Okay. <laughs> like I like love just being out there, and I'm like relearning my relationship with surfing for sure. Mm-hmm. I almost drowned when I was 18, oh. so for me, like learning how to surf has been a long, long, tedious, mm. tedious um thing but it's also like I love the ocean and I really respect her mm-hmm. so it's been a cool way to heal that yeah. that for sure and mm-hmm. also like owning surfing as my own I'm really excited to go to Hawaii and kind of yeah. do that I think it's have your own fun. experience around yeah it, and so. I like to take it not too seriously like I think it's a great challenge of like working through fear and anxiety because it's yeah. kind of scary. I was just thinking, I was like, <laughs> I want, I actually, when I was in Bali, I almost took surf lessons like on a whim one day, but I, I didn't end up doing, well, I was like, I missed my flight. I ended up in Iluwatu and I was like, that's where I lived. <laughs> I, know, I think we talked about it. And it's like one of the most beautiful places so beautiful. in the world. Yeah. And like, yeah, was it Padang Padang? Mm-hmm. That was like the beach. <laughs> yeah. I literally spent all day, like, <laughs> It's just such a random talk call intuition. Like I just so happened to end up there and then so happened to find this beach. And then I laid there for like hours and then I had to fly out that mm-hmm. evening. But, and so then while I was there, they're like, do you want to take surf lessons? It's probably like the best place to take it. Cause I like, yeah, friends like with people. Small, small yeah. yeah. And then, but I, w- I, I was honestly terrified. I was like, I don't like, I was like, I think I'm just going to chill. I've been like doing a lot yeah. for the last like few weeks. I'd been there for a month. And so like, and I was doing a yoga teacher training. So it was like, I was constantly on the move for the weeks prior to that. So I was yeah. like, you know, I'm just going to like set before I travel mm-hmm. all day. Um, but in the back of my mind, I was like, I really want to learn how to yeah. surf. Um, and I do, I have a certain affinity for the ocean as well. And like the feminine energy, but the fierceness of femininity. Yes. It is that's yeah. that balance. Like I think sometimes people, and I was just talking to someone else about this, actually in the last pod, about like feminine energy can be seen as like, because it's softer, because it's more fluid, it can be, misconstrued as something that's like weaker yeah but it's like (laughs) fuck around find out (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of strength to it I feel like yeah yeah and I think the ocean can teach us a lot about that and like water in general Mm -hmm. like it's Mm -hmm. it can be soft it can be healing it can be nourishing nurturing nurturing and nourishing yeah but it can also be very unpredictable oh yeah and but it also like has a lot to do with the moon and like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like ties with our bodies about how it works and like the whole cycle of the 28 day lunar cycle and um so i just always felt like super drawn to the power of the ocean Mm -hmm. and but that carries you know you have to be careful (laughs) yeah yeah so well, in that more, um, I think yen energy as a whole, and I'm yeah. we've um kind of touched on this, but like 
is that what drew you to yin practice? I think it's like that softer, like kind of tapping more into your feminine yeah, energy. I think I was operating from a very young um, stance when it came to the way I treated my body mm. and being super harsh and rigid about um, how I was like nourishing it, like restrictions, mm-hmm. um, viewpoints, exercise. I always was like, the more is the better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I love that fiery energy, but now I'm trying, I, I'm also like, I'm not a fiery person necessarily. So mm-hmm. I think it created a bit of an imbalance in me. Yeah. Um, and so when I found Yin, it found me, um, I think that it really called to me to kind of to yeah, it poured some water on a bit of that fire for yeah. me and like really taught me like the power of breath, the power mm-hmm. of stillness, tapping in, slowing down, um, not shoving things away. Mm. Like I think that became my practice. I know it became my practice when I, I was going through a lot, a lot of changes, a lot of realizations, a lot of shifts mm. my last year in Bali and a lot of healing from my ED because yeah. I fully relapsed when I was there and I thought I'd healed it. Because I was going through talk therapy. I got off birth control. I was doing all these, like, small things. Mm -hmm. And I thought I was in a place. And then, no, like, the island completely showed me how much shadow is left. Yeah. Always has a way of doing that, Every time. I've been there four times now. Mm -hmm. And I always loved it. But the first two weeks I go, every single time, Mm -hmm. rock bottom. Every time. Every time. Every time. Yeah. It is literally, like, just such a mirror. Yes. In this very... (laughs) serendipitous like almost out of control like is this actually fucking real kind of yeah, like thing. I couldn't even like comfort because I had gone from such a happy place mm. um not even I think it was just I felt like Content. comfortable mm-hmm. yeah and then it completely showed me what I needed to work on and so I com- I relapsed very heavily and within yin I found a way to um breathe through mm. a lot of that would come up so I would take class and or do it by myself every morning and I would have things come up that I knew was stored in my body because I think I'm a bit like more of a I think a lot with my mind and like I've realized how much is stored in my body rather than my mind and that's why I think talk therapy was a little more challenging for me Mm -hmm. and so when things would come up I would literally just sit there and like breathe through it and then I would feel it like start to dissolve. Exactly. And That's it was the like key. the mm-hmm. coolest. I like it literally like makes me want to cry because it was like the first time where I was like, oh, I don't need to hide from this. Mm-hmm. I don't need to um, shove it further down. Like the only way out is through. Yeah. And so it became this practice. And I think that's also why I did my 10 day Vipassana last mm-hmm. month too. It's <laughs> yeah. like another practice where you're like, you're not avoiding, you're not mm-hmm. sugarcoating, you're learning how to breathe through it essentially. Yeah. And so for me going into studying holistic nutrition and also maybe counseling, um, finding that approach to help people where it's, they can kind of get tap into their body more. Cause I think when mm-hmm. you're operating from a place of a lot of times, at least for me, like with the ED is like, you're very removed from your body. Yeah. You have a very complicated relationship with your mm-hmm. outer it form. It doesn't feel safe. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. like yours. Mm-hmm. And like you're constantly like criticizing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, yin was a way to like 
really like be more embodied in myself and like mm-hmm. really like be comfortable in my skin yeah more of an acceptance yeah because exercise is amazing and like for me that's also a meditative practice for sure mm-hmm. like I mm-hmm. love my hardcore stuff yeah. for sure it's like great but that's also like that's more for like the mental side for me because mm-hmm. it it helps me like it's a great way to process yeah. things for me. But I need to like that's a very much a way for me to burn off mental energy mm-hmm. because I can be like almost hyper stimulated yeah. and like hyperactive. And so for me it's like a healthy way for me for to sure. distribute that or like to let that dissipate. But then I think the slowing down is in like meditation for me is very much that part though, because I have to just be in it Mm -hmm. even when I feel like anxious or overwhelmed. And it's like taking a deep breath and like slowing it down Mm -hmm. and not hiding from it, the emotions or thoughts or whatever's coming up. Cause it's really easy to just like busy yourself to the point to where you're not paying attention. It's so easy. Our lives in modern we all operate from such a surface level Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know it's like that's just how we're kind of like conditioned to be surface it's as a way of survival yeah Yeah. it's a survival and and it's reinforced positively reinforced within our society and interactions on a regular basis and so I I view it as like honestly such a privilege that like I got the time and was in the situation and met the right people to help me really learn how to like dive more deeply within Mm -hmm. because that's never a place I felt comfortable like even from when I was younger I was like Mm -hmm. never um never felt safe doing that so it's been like a a huge like I mean I guess it started like one and a half years ago now um and then I found I started seeing um a Chinese medicine doctor in Bali quite regularly and Mm -hmm. it, it was a good friend of mine that she suggested I go to him and he also was like you you have a lot of feminine energy like you need to do again so he he like reinforced that and so I was like this is my my prescription (laughs) so I started going a lot and that yeah I really helped me slow down and also like appreciate like my surroundings a lot more Mm -hmm. um appreciate like all the gifts and like like also appreciate like the guidance I was being given Mm -hmm. and so for you to tap into your intuition and yeah. just like to get the um there's so much strength mm. that I think comes along with it trusting yourself and trusting the gifts that you're given yeah. and um yeah but it sounds like well and I didn't realize how recent this was so this is like kind of just been forming within <laughs> the last few years yeah I mean I've been on this journey for a while of um health and wellness I like started doing my, pra- my practice probably when I was like 17, 18. Oh, wow. okay. um, and I did uh, yoga a lot when I was living in mm-hmm. India. Yeah. Um, but, and I always been like more drawn towards like nutrition and stuff like that. Even within my ED, I was like a raw vegan and mm-hmm. I, there was like a lot of, I was learning a lot. I did food sciences as one of my minors yeah. and, mm-hmm. um, so like it's always been something I've gravitated towards. And I think that's because it's, it's part of my dharma and like I was supposed to go through all that yeah. honestly with my body and like I view it as like such a gift now yeah. and that's a very blessed place to be in now on the other side like once you're when you're in it you do not there there you don't well, you need to, to sugarcoat it like that but yeah. now on the other side I can see that it was like definitely part of my purpose to live through a lot mm-hmm. of that because mm-hmm. it's giving me so much empathy towards others it's like helped me realize what kind of experience and gifts I can 
use from my own life mm-hmm. in order to mm-hmm. like help others feel not alone yeah. in it. I think yeah. it's a very lonely, it's a very lonely thing that people when they're in it feel, feel like they're the only ones or alienated because yeah. it's a very, they feel very breakable mm-hmm. in a lot of ways and you're hiding. And I, yeah, it's like, I think that that's as someone that has quite a few friends that have struggled through it and had very much my own journey within my body image and throughout my life to be able, I was always so paranoid not to be restrictive just because I knew how easily I could slip into that. And so I, because there's a control factor, you know, it like brings it back. And it's like, if I do this thing, I'll get the results that I want. And then, and I, but I was never satisfied. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was the part that I struggled with. It was like, I could never be enough in my mind. It was never enough. Mm -hmm. And so I had to really delve into that. But then the crazy part was that once I became okay, like once I really accepted my body for what, especially then you go through pregnancy and that's like a whole nother fucking (laughs) can of worms and like gaining weight uncontrollably was like one of the worst things that Mm -hmm. like, I didn't think I would have bothered me as much as it would. But, and I like went through a whole, like, I'm not attractive. I'm like, I think moms, anybody that's, gained 40 pounds uncontrollably. I actually ended up gaining 60 pounds. Um, it was not an easy feat, but I do believe though, that whatever like our struggles are, are truly a part of our path and our Dharma, how our purpose Mm. of how we give back, because there's no way for us to truly understand and how to support someone else going through that unless you've gone through it yourself and not like surface level gone through it yourself, like really been in the depths, Mm. gone through it yourself. For sure. It's opened up so many conversations with people too, realizing how many like different forms it comes in and how mm. everyone's experience is like so unique and their reasoning yeah. is so unique. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's also like some key ways in order to like help support that, that I've noticed yeah. just with talking with friends and other people and coaching and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think like the, the mind, body, spirit, energy approach, like approaching yourself as a whole being and not necessarily putting a band-aid or trying to hyper focus on one of those aspects because I think that's I mean that's how my treatment definitely went it didn't feel like it was whole Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and so approaching it more as like a you're a being and this isn't this isn't um it's a coping it's there there's a lot of yeah yeah And it can spur up for so many reasons. And I think it, in our world, it often gets attached to like a lot of aesthetics, but there's Mm -hmm. so many reasons for it to be like, to have that start to manifest. Yeah. Yeah. The origin point I think is varied depending on who someone, like someone's experiences, where, like where, and like the inception of it is always the part that, and that's like my psychology background. That's always what I'm like the most Mm. obsessed about is like, where does this stem from? Like, what's the root of it? Because then I think that's going to give you a really good indication of how it's grown and why it's grown the way that it has and how to not necessarily chop it down. That seems aggressive, but, um, I say that all the time. Okay. <laughs> I was like, chop it down. I was like, I, rip it I know exactly where it's located and I rip yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way to get through it. Yeah. And like, um, but that's, I, you know, I admire your willingness to be able to go there Thank with you. people though, because then also that's going to like, sometimes it can be triggering for, you know, for you. Yeah. Too. I think that's why I'm taking this career path with such a e, like mm. uh, taking my time with it. And like, mm. it's only been till, like I got my health coaching license in 
2021 and I'm just now circling back because I needed I knew that my healing wasn't done Mm. I like subconsciously and so like I needed to hit rock bottom Mm -hmm. again like I guess it was like a half year and a half ago two years ago I needed to to heal that root like I really needed that before I felt like I could really pursue helping others and I knew that deep down and I know that healing is not linear and there's definitely Mm -hmm. it will always be part of me this um but if I I'm operating now from a different viewpoint different perspective and you can't you're never going to be like perfect you got to start somewhere so now I'm like I feel like I'm in a place where I can like ease into that path more now Mm -hmm. and like lean into it trust myself I feel like I can I notice when triggers come up and I can talk to them with a lot more kindness Mm -hmm. and like I can see them more be more objective yeah and so like now that's why I've been so slow with grad schools because like I didn't want to I knew that there there would be a lot that came up and I wasn't in the right place to be there so it was super pivotal I went through that last year for sure one that also recognizes that the path isn't linear, mm-hmm. you know, like there's going to be, it's going to be cyclical and that things are, you think you healed through something and then it's going to resurface yes. and then it's like new layer for sure. and then, but it, like being kind to yourself mm-hmm. in the process to know that that's okay. And it yeah. doesn't have to be an instant fix and it never is because it's a life journey and it's <laughs> yeah. going to keep, it's going to keep resurfacing. And that's why it's like, the more I learn, the more I tell myself I've learned nothing. Like mm-hmm. that's I definitely learned that a lot this year. Is like there's so much more to dive into, and like more inner work, more like working towards what I want to do, and like all these things. And that's super exciting. Yeah, it makes me feel like oh, there's like so many infinite possibilities. Like you don't need to get so attached mm-hmm. to like a specific path. Um, yeah, and to always be a cool. student. You know? always I want to always have that like beginner's mind in some ways of like I feel like that's part of like life you know it's like just living just living man <laughs> <laughs> see where this goes yeah. Yeah. It allows for mistakes to occur for thing for the path to shift and change mm-hmm. and but I think you've gotten like kind of a crash course within that within your life because you've like bounced around you've moved other places you're like I think almost more comfortable in discomfort than maybe in like what feels like, like settling, if you will, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think there's also been like kind of part of the path for me mm-hmm. into, I think I, I really learned through change mm. and like spreading my wings. I think I learned through experience. I think yeah. we all do, but yeah, I really sure. like, so that's why I'm like, oh, like I do have a lot of, there's a lot of fear of the unknown going into this move because I'm moving single by myself for the first time ever yeah. and that's a huge huge shift for me for sure yeah. and I'm really excited about that honestly yeah, the possibilities that yeah come along with well, it's it. just yeah. like I can kind of flow in my the direction that I I need to and like really listen to my intuition a little mm-hmm. bit and um and I'm to ultimately do what's best for you mm-hmm. right? yeah that's why I'm like this is the time to do that like I don't have any major responsibilities right now mm-hmm. and so I feel that's why it feels aligned. And also I know it's going to shift in a million different ways and unexpected ways and trying to go in with mm-hmm. no expectation. Yeah, which is and, hard. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so hard. I'm a little bit of like, 
I'm a free spirit, but like a planner. Yeah. I feel like that's the duality yeah. of my chart that comes in. And I'm like, yeah. I could be very comfortable in very uncomfortable situations and like book a plane ticket the next day if it feels right. Mm-hmm. But I also really like to feel safe and like mm-hmm. prepared for things. Prepared. Like I it's don't like, yes, it's yeah. the preparedness. And so like, I've been planning this week for a year. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I didn't know where it was going to be, but I've been mentally preparing myself. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, okay. You had to jump off eventually. <laughs> and so. take that leap of faith. And like, Wanner, yeah. you mentioned this. So you were moving the same day that you moved back from Australia or that your plane tickets on the exact same day, which I don't think if you can get a better confirmation than that. I know. It's like I sat on my couch when I learned that for like five minutes and I was like staring and I was like, <gasps> like the universe is so real. <laughs> I was like really like shaking because when I left Australia, that was like a huge shift. And that's mm-hmm. like my teacher training for again was the next day. Yeah. And I went back to Bali by myself. Mm-hmm. So another I, big like independence. Like, I know. Right? I was like, what's going on? Um, so yeah, I feel like, yeah, the word I told you this before, but like my word for the rest of the year is just trust and like mm-hmm. fully trusting in allowing life to take its course where it needs yeah. to be. I feel like the most you can do is just like be a good person, be kind, walk in the path of love, mm-hmm. treat mm-hmm. others kindly, especially moving to an island where there's like a lot of, you know, cultural like complications and such. I feel like when I moved there last time, one of the biggest lessons I learned was like walk in the path of love mm-hmm. treat everyone with like as much respect and understanding and compassion as you can. Yeah. And you'll be welcomed in. It's just, you have to be really authentic with it and like understand right. it's, it's not, you're living there, but it's not your home. It's not your and, home. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like, and the same with living in Bali, because there's a lot of that as well. It's like, I, I love this land. I feel connected. I appreciate its beauty and its power. And like, I do think the that those two places it. are portals for sure. They really are. I think that they are connected to certain like energetic portals. Though. They feel similar energetically for me. I think it's, I think I'm almost positive Bali is the seventh chakra um, portal. Like oh, if really? you look at like an energetic map, one of um, my, I don't know if we've ever met Sylvia, but she used to be a yoga teacher at top for years. Anyway, she does her yoga teacher training. She lives in Bali for like half the year mm-hmm. and she like had mapped it out and like sent wow. it to me and she was like, but Bali is like that though. And yeah. I think Hawaii has a similar energy. Oh, who is the third chakra oh really yeah so each point island has its own god chakra. it would be yeah that's always been my struggle for chakras and so Same. But i love <laughs> i'm really learning how to vocalize this year it's been good how's that been going great i mean I think- <laughs> <laughs> it's been like a huge uh, like even just starting like teaching in the studio for me mm. it was like there's a lot of fear around like my voice because i'm just a little more soft spoken yeah. so like just getting over that and like vocalizing my needs with certain people and like boundaries and all of that was like i was really unlocking this a lot more this year and i think going back to oahu really it's gonna shake it up even oh, more i know yeah. Well, and we were talking about kind of travel and how that kind of initiated a large part of you for you to be able to vocalize your needs and wants, even like when you're 18, when you're living in uh, India, India, <laughs> I was like, I don't know even what word I said, but in India, but like, there is this opportunity. It seems like there's going to be another opportunity for you at this point mm-hmm. to be able to trust yourself, to be able to vocalize yeah. and to share and express the way that you're meant to. The informer, the manifester needs. Yeah. To, yeah I'm learning how to like tap into that because the biggest like hurdle of a manifester is to 
embrace your bigness. Mm, and I think mm-hmm. especially with the EDs, you're always trying to shrink yourself to be smaller, yeah. like just not take up attention. You're physically yeah. literally shrinking yourself. I used to wear like bag, like high, you know, just like, but like, I feel like a lot of that was, I was always trying to shrink myself, like talking really quiet, being shy, being a bit of like people pleasing, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm definitely like letting people rely heavily on on me and this year has been a lot more about like embracing my bigness embracing and like taking up the space a little bit more mm-hmm. that's just never something I've never been comfortable with that ever yeah. um so Being it's in the center of attention which but you are Leo moon so like truly the core of you is like the perf- like you are you're the main event you're the magnet oh, that <laughs> Just embracing like my voice and learning how to be comfortable with speaking my truth a little bit more mm-hmm. and like really learning what that truth is, yes. not the expected mm. version. Yeah. Has been Yeah. That's a big piece. <laughs> yeah. It's like not seeing it because it's what you should say or what the right thing or, is like, to your say. Expected path or like mm-hmm what people expect from you because you've been a certain way. Cause I've definitely, I've been way more straightforward in the last couple of years than I ever was before. And yeah. people aren't used to that. And so it may, it can create some, mm-hmm. you're just restructuring. You're disrupting kind of what their view of you yeah. is. Yeah. But it's been cool. I've been like really enjoying it. And like, I feel really grateful for the community at Hot and Shafa because mm-hmm. it's been like a really beautiful place for me to like reground honestly I feel super lucky it is yeah well and like Leah's leadership is so like be who you are unapologetically and I did next level did you I did the next level shut up for me oh my gosh I did it too it was because it really is all about about that was the biggest I think my voice changed significantly after that experience yeah Yeah. well and to be I think as a manifester and also just someone that's more intuitive it's like to allow the downloads to come through and to be expressed without any Mm. filters gives like that is tapping into what like truly your purpose is is to be able to express yourself in the only way that you can and express your truths the way that only you can yeah so I'm excited to see what's next. Thank you. I'm excited to see what's next for you too. I feel like there's so many good things coming for so many people right now. I really do. I don't know. I've just seen it so much. And like, I feel like with the new year, Mm. it's a new fresh start for a lot of people and to kind of let a lot lot of like baggage from this last year kind of settle. It has been a wild ride. I thought this year was going, well, my Vedic astrologer was like, this is like a big year for you. And it was, but it was like so many obstacles. And I felt like I was just butting up against all of these like patterns that mm. I've been living within the restraints of. And I thought that I'd broken through all of them. And then it was like, just nope. shows you. Yeah. yeah. But it's, I think that that's the only way you can really grow and the only way you can really heal. And yeah. like to be able to experience it multiple times and then make it through to the other the side. The only way to like grow is to be buried. Yeah. You know, you need dirt to grow oh. the seed. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> water it a little bit yeah Yeah. like I think like there's a there's difference between letting yourself be buried and just staying there Mm. and then kind of tapping into like the the growth you've had before to like water that seed and like let it grow and sometimes things take time too Mm -hmm. and like patience has been key too it's like you can't rush this kind of journey it's happens the way it's it's meant to and sometimes it's really slow 
Well, the season and everything else, I think, plays a part in that, too. The environment has to be Mm. right for you to be able to, like, bloom and not be frozen over if you come up at the wrong time. Yeah. Oh. It's not whack time. <laughs> <laughs> We're growing roots and like the sustainable yeah. and like the right roots and like the right setting and the right dirt and like everything like that, I think also plays a part to be able mm-hmm. to show up in the way that you're meant to. Yeah. So I bought a journal mm-hmm. the first time I ever saw my doctor and I did a lot of body work with him and I knew I wasn't listening to my intuition about so much stuff. And the journal I bought said intuition on the front. And this journal has been like with me and I just finished it last week. Really? And you have to look at the first entry. You have to go. I know. I did. You did? Okay. (laughs) I was like, I was was sitting in a cafe and it was the first time I'd ever done like, like I did a lot of different like modality things. And I, Mm -hmm. I was like completely shaken up and I was like, there's so much I like there. I, I was like, yeah, it was crazy. I remember exactly where I was. I was in the mood. I was sitting yeah. at Alchemy Cafe. Oh, I actually have been to Alchemy yeah. Cafe. <laughs> I was definitely looked like I'd been through it too. I mean, a lot of people there look like they've been through it because it's just a funny place. But yeah. like, um, that was like my word for this year is like how to learn how to listen to my intuition. I was mm. definitely not listening to it before I was afraid to and which yeah. is crazy. And so I just bought, so it's like a small local company in Bali that makes these journals and Mm -hmm. I was like this journal was so potent for me like I was like I need to buy another one for this year so I bought the journal that says create and I just got it and so now that's gonna be my word for this year (laughs) because it's just like they make it these they make it out of old Balinese kimonos and it's like a local family that makes these journals so I was like I don't care what the customs fee is I was like I need this specific journal yeah yeah so well, and there's going to be frequency that comes along with it. And mm-hmm. the fact that it's create and you're going through this like major shift and like spreading <laughs> your wings and moving to a new place and vocalizing yeah. and it's going like, that could be the catalyst for like whatever comes into fruition over this I'm next excited. year. I'm ready to like create a little bit more. And I think mm-hmm. now that I've figured out a little bit more of like my path and feel more discerning and like my gifts within that path, like I can create a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. So, And to be able to like, let it come from that more, um, the essence of who you are and like <laughs> she's coming out I'm coming out. <laughs> anyways we won't go we won't start singing now but um thank you thank, thank you so you. much for being thanks here. for having me this is the first time i've ever done something like this i know and it's like thinking of like expressing <laughs> to doggy through it like i'm and this is so much of why i started the podcast was to be able to like break some like Mm -hmm. barriers and things that I have for like expressing myself, especially when it comes to like the spiritual experiences that we're all going through. But Mm -hmm. sometimes we don't recognize that we're not, we're not doing it alone. And there is a collective energy that's changing and you know, let's do it. Let's help each other, (laughs) help each other along the way. So, um, for, if people want to connect with you, where can they find you? Um, well, since I'm a pasta, I've been pretty much off Instagram, but I'll be back on it. <laughs> I'm going to take a little break. Yeah. Um, but it's at Dylan Shea, S-H-A-E-E. Okay. D-Y-L-A-N. Yeah. Um, so connect with her, see her. She is stunning and also just a beautiful soul inside and out. And also who knows what's going to come up because there's a lot of change coming. So mm-hmm. I am curious to see, and I hope you share your journey as you go Thank through you. it. I will. I'm working on like a website for health coaching right now. And okay, I just cool. did all of that. So really? that will be out soon. And yeah. yeah. 
you know, connect. And um, thank you all for being here. Thanks for listening. And hopefully I will see you very soon. And yeah, if you ever have a topic or something that you'd want to discuss or you want me to discuss, feel free to add it into the comments and I'll make sure to touch on it in the next episode. Peace and love. (laughs) Bye.